The Foglers is a professional podcast that may contain adult themes and language, so look out for that. Not appropriate for all viewers, but uh, you're probably cool. Uh, what else? What else do I say? Other than that, I want to uh, say enjoy your listen and have a nice day. Please enjoy this a week's episode on the topic of the word professional. starting or what man because sure. we got we got a lot to talk about oh really do you have a topic do you have a topic i have a half-baked topic that i think is pretty good for being half-baked i think we have there's so much that happened recently like on the news you know yeah I okay should I address. Mean, you could run me through it because you're the one that it w- was really telling me okay um yeah before we start i want to shout out a website Hold on, I need to find the website, though. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out. Hey, if you're in college, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in college or, like, whatever, and you're just now starting your first quarter, I'd like to shout out the website. It's uh, libgen, so L-I-B-G-E-N dot L-C. If you type that in, it's, like, a giant library, and it has every textbook, like, ever. Library Genesis, that's the name of the the website. I found all four of my courses, like, I found all of their textbooks on that website. So, I saved, like, $300. I don't know. Just, like, if you're in class and you, you don't want to spend the money, like, there you go. There's the, <laughs> there's the shout-out. Unless you're taking, like, online courses, and which you probably are, and you need to do, like, the online homework, then you still need to pay. Like, there's no way around that. But that's that's besides the point anyways library genesis yeah if you're a student and you need to save money there you go anyways when <laughs> how are you how are you doing it's a good shout out i'm doing all yeah. right i woke up a little late yeah how are you uh faring bedtime wise because i remember you were on a mission to like fix your bedtime oh was i it seemed like it because you were going to sleep at like I don't know. I was pretty, sleep- pretty reasonable times. I went to sleep at like four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> and uh, I woke up at one o'clock, and I decided that that was too early, so I went to sleep and woke up at one thirty. <laughs> Wait, just now one thirty? Yeah, like damn, an dude. hour ago. I went to sleep at three. If it makes you feel any better, <coughs> and. I woke up at 10. So we record this podcast at noon, and I woke up at 10, and Wynn woke up at uh, 1.30. So noon noon for me is like 2 o'clock for Wynn. So, you know, do the math. We come pretty prepared for this show, as as you can clearly see. I'm obviously looking up my topic right now. 
to be prepared for when we get to that part. Are you really? (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, I mean, let's talk about the news, man. So, if you haven't, for somehow you haven't heard yet, I mean, here's the thing, guys. We record this podcast on Friday, and then we release it the next Wednesday, right? This information came out last night, and I literally can't, like, I can't go anywhere without seeing it. Like, I can't talk to anybody without hearing about it. So there's no way you haven't heard about it already. But our president of the United States has the coronavirus. Ha ha ha. Ding, 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 ding. So, like, I guess the real question is, well, okay, here, here's the thing, right? When this Trump is pretty old, right? Like, yeah, he, he's, he's like a 70. very old I guy. Think he's like 70 yeah. flat. And I'm not trying to start rumors or anything, but I, I think he has diabetes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I have diabetes sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, you're just dying for sugar. Or, like, actually, I don't really know how diabetes works. But, anyway, there's a thing called diabetic diabetic shock where you, like, sweat and, like, it feels terrible. And I'm pretty sure I've had it once. Diabetic shock? Yeah. What's it caused by? Uh, Low blood sugar. Oh, I see. Okay. So, like, you start sweating, like, profusely and, like, I don't know. I, I had this feeling in my heart, and, like, it just fucking felt terrible. Like, in my stomach slash chestal area. I see, I see, Trump I see. is 74. I looked it up. Yeah, and he has, you know, a very good chance he has diabetes. He's not going to tell us, but, um, yeah. And this virus, I don't know if you know this, win, but the people that are most likely to die from this virus, either A, you have diabetes, or B, you're old as fuck, right? Right. And Trump literally checks those boxes. Selects both those categories. Yeah. So there is a very good chance that he could die from this virus. Like, honest to God, I I think it's higher than 20% that he could actually die from this virus. Yeah. So, which would be crazy. So, my question for you, you? like, where would that leave the country? You know, Mike Pence is the vice president, right? That's his name, I'm pretty sure. Mike Pence, yeah. Well, I mean, he is your fucking ruler, right? Yeah, he was our governor. Yeah. But I don't listen um, to Indiana. Like, I live so close to Illinois, I follow, like, everything Illinois they say about public health. Like, I listen to Illinois. <laughs> uh, that's probably smart, right? Like, yeah, J.B. Pritzker, I feel like he's a smart guy. If you had to choose between Indiana and Illinois, which, I mean, by the way, you're also next to Iowa, so that's like three eyes. I just noticed that. <laughs> Um, I would definitely choose Iowa. Why? So yeah, because they have standardized testing, so everything's standardized. I have standardized testing too, but like it comes from Iowa, you know. Really? That's why it's called iStep. <laughs> yeah, all st- like most American standardized testing comes from Iowa, or is like manufactured in Iowa. Bro, there's probably like a legal reason. Like they're so corrupt that they allow it to happen. <laughs> i mean the school system's pretty fucking corrupt like college board and shit i don't want to get too into that oh yeah totally like do not trust college board like those guys just want your fucking money and people th- say that like the sat and the act are like racially biased or like low income biased or something have you heard this yeah i've definitely heard that yeah like i wonder if that became like known facts because i'm pretty sure kids still take it there was a big problem i remember with um SATs and like AP. Do you get? Do you guys have AP tests? Advanced placement? No, not in my high school, but I'm familiar with what they are. Yeah, so there were big problems with uh taking those tests online and shit. And I remember um, like cheaters. 
No. Well, I, I don't remember exactly what the problems were, but, you know, you can imagine, right? A test that big, right? Like, a test that important will determine probably a good amount of your, like, career. Uh, well, you it basically it makes your life right? easier when you enter college because you already have the uh, the credits, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to take calculus twice, man. Right, fuck Shit that. Shit is for losers. Yeah. Um, dude, AP calculus was the only thing I ever got a five on in the AP tests. I got like a three or a four on everything. I think I even got a two on like chemistry. Cause man, that shit is fucking tough. Okay, sorry. I huh? How many college credits did you have when you uh, entered college? I think I had about forty. Whoa, dude, that's a whole semester. That's awesome. Yeah, but that's not nearly as much as like what some of my friends had. Cause. Purdue par- Purdue partnered with my uh high school to offer like select courses, right? So that way we would take them in high school and then you just get the college credit, right? So they called it dual credit, which is uh-huh. dual cuz one's college credit and one's high school credit. And uh cool. like I graduated with like 12 credit hours. So I thought that was good, but holy shit, 40. Yeah, I mean, I just took a bunch of AP classes cuz like our high school offered them and uh you know, right. I was like a fucking nerd. I mean, I'm still a fucking nerd, but I was like, well, I'm not doing anything, so fuck it. Man, um, can I just say, dude, biggest mistake was taking those stupid classes in high school. I wish I just took the normal <coughs> classes and just, like, you know, got straight 4.0 in high school and I could just play video games all day. But no, I had to read. <laughs> I had to read about, like, um, fucking molecules and American government. I actually did pretty well in that class, but... Um, yeah. Anyways. Dude, I had this, uh, I was in calculus, right? Or, I was Uh in pre-calculus. This was junior year. And then, like, you're supposed to go, if you, if you pass pre-calculus, you're either supposed to, uh, yeah, you're supposed to go to calculus, right? So, like, that's, like, your senior year class. Yeah. You follow me? So then, I'm following you. I decided, I decided that, like, pre-calc was already so hard, and I already had to put in so much effort, and I barely scraped by with the C, like, why would I continue on to calculus? Like, hey, counselor, put me in finite math. That's what they called it, finite. <laughs> finite and, math? Yeah, I don't know what that technically means, but we got in there, and then, like, it was just so easy. Like, it was, like, shit I had learned in, like, eighth grade. Like, it was no big deal. <laughs> and uh, within a week of being in that class, the teacher, Miss Hayne, came up to me, and she was like, when... I'm kicking you out of this class. You're not allowed to be in this class. And I was like, but really? I don't want, but I don't no wanna, I don't want to go to calculus. <laughs> That's so sad. And then I got so put the- in calculus and then I failed. I got a D on my second semester <laughs> of calculus, right? So a D okay. is not enough to get college credit, right? And then I yeah, emailed yeah. the teacher. I emailed the professor and I was like, no. can you, can you please give me extra credit opportunity? I don't want, I want to have college credit. And then she said, that uh your college credit only counts towards one semester and since we had two semesters in high school we're averaging the scores and you passed you get a c hey yo hey yo surprise for me i was like fuck yeah let's go i knew i was a genius fuck everybody nice job, Win. <laughs> I, that's actually like a heartwarming story yeah i love that story yeah holy shit so it looks like that teacher knew what she was talking about when she didn't let you stay in finite math or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I hated that calculus teacher. The finite math teacher was cool, but I never really had her. So, of course, I'd think she was cool, you know? Yeah. 
Also, if you're teaching a class that easy, you know, you're, you're allowed to be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, if you, if yeah. I were to teach calculus, I mean, that's not to say you can't be cool and teach calculus. It's just... It's hard to learn and be cool at the same time. Exactly. Like, yeah. the kids like kids are getting frustrated with, you know, how challenging it is the first time they do it. And, like, you have to be the one that's like, hey, you're not doing it right. Or, like, hey, you know, like, Get your whatever. shit together. Yeah, exactly. So That's why I think history yeah. teachers are always the coolest. Because, like... They just give their PowerPoint and then, like, give everyone the test. And then if motherfuckers fail, it's like, they're not going to help them. You know, who cares? Yeah, I mean, history is just reading, right? Like, there's nothing. Yeah. You don't have to put two and two together in history. You just have to, you just have to look at the two and then remember that the two exists. Right, right, right. Yeah. I always Anyways, um, I just want to touch on the college board stuff because we talked about it. So ACT stuff, yeah. There was a uh, Reddit forum called like it was created once the online tests for the uh for the AP tests started coming out and it was like AP tests answers or something on Reddit and there was this guy named like Dino Dude it was Dino something and he was very clearly like a bug planted by the college board to find cheaters or like give false answers and like the way he would say shit was like, "Hey, let's exchange answers." Like you know, like really? we're gonna defeat wow. the college board together and shit. And like nobody bought it, and it was a very like fucking narc. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it was weird. Anyways, yeah. we're way off topic. And he also let's, spoke um... Russian. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he was speaking some like hieroglyphics or some shit. Oh, I was man, okay. To Russian political bugs. Talking about hieroglyphics, on that Trump tweet when he said, um, me and the first lady of the United States have COVID-19, we tested positive, I looked in the Twitter comments, and like, I, I shit you not, like, a th I could scroll down a thousand comments, and they all had this like, weird alien language, I it was not hieroglyphics, but it was some strange ass shit. Yeah, and, like, when you translated it, it was, like, you will be, like, we are coming for you. Like, you are alone and shit like that. And it's, like, what the fuck? Jeez. Like, what is this? Yeah. That's, like, some I mean, anonymous course, type shit, right? Yeah, of course they would post it on Trump's, like, most famous tweet. But, I mean, still, right? Like, holy shit. Anyways, when my question for you is... Well, I have two questions, actually. So, number one... If Trump were to die in office before the next election were to come, do you think that would look better or worse for him than if he just lost the election? Like, if he just died. Oh, like how history will remember him? You're talking about, like, 50 years from now, 20 years from now? Yeah. I think that would look better for him. Right? If he just died? Yeah, because, like, then he doesn't have an opportunity to, like, win the re-election and then fuck everything up. So the thing about that is, um, you know, what? okay, whether you're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter, right, you can't deny the fact that Trump has been pretty lenient on the, um, on the whole COVID process, right? Like, he told people uh, that it's, like, it's just, like, a common flu and, like, yeah. you don't have to wear your face masks and shit. So it's a real, it's a real lesson in ego, the fact that this man finally got the virus after all these weeks of not caring about it and you know if you were to be remembered like that maybe that would be better than making a fool of yourself right on, and we uh, watched the debate 
uh, we watched it and we streamed live on Twitch and nobody oh. watched, but that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't. Well, we didn't really advertise it, so yeah, we literally put it together. I don't know. It was it was Ming's idea. I like it. Was it. Fun. I'm glad we did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm. We watched the debate. I don't want to talk about the debate really. When, oh, cause I just wanted to point out one specific thing, so and that was uh, about. yeah, the that Trump said that like he was making fun of Biden because he said he'll wear a mask like this, putting his hands out to his face, like saying he'd wear a huge mask. And then he's uh-huh. like, I don't wear a mask as much as Biden. And then literally, like, the next day, he got COVID. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. And it's, like, it's not just irony, right? Like, it really is, like, like an ego-type shit, right? Everybody, yeah. humans' biggest weakness is, like, their ego. and uh, Their own selves. Yeah. Okay, uh, number two. Do you think he can win the election? Do you think this this is a big blowback? Like it's definitely. I think it's gonna hit him. Like yeah, I think it's gonna definitely hit him. Like yeah, in the election, I think less people are gonna vote for him because he has COVID. I'm gonna tell you a secret win. I was pretty confident that Trump was gonna win the 2020 election. Now, even after like all the COVID shit, but now I'm not too sure. Like especially after he got this uh, this here disease. Okay, so it... when is election day? November sixth, I think. Okay, so he has basically a month, right? Yeah. So during this month, all Biden has to do is travel from state to state, which he's already doing, and like campaign basically, but he has to do it safely and he has to maintain his non-infected coronavirus status, right? Yeah, So as long as he goes and he like meets the right people and he talks to the right places, like people are going to be like, Joe Biden's out here. Like, he's doing shit. Where's Donald Trump? Oh, he's sick in bed? Like, he's not doing shit, you know? I think it I think it affects a lot to be able to see somebody, to be able to see the candidate. Yeah, I think it does too. And uh, there are rumors going around that he did this purposely so we wouldn't have to attend the next debate. I don't think that's true, but I think it's true that he won't be able to attend the next debate, like, if this continues, which is real, real bad. Like, that's not... Yeah, that's hard for... How do you win without being there? Yeah, You have to show up. That's literally half of everything. Showing up. Are you just gonna tweet at Biden? Like, no, you can't just do that, right? So... Well, that's what he did for the impeachment. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Dude, honestly, I... Like, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but what Donald Trump said about uh, Marie Yovanovitch really made me sick. Who? Yeah, I, it, you don't have to know. I'm not going to explain it. But if listeners know, it really made me sick. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Shout out to Marie Yovanovitch for being a good gal. And shout out to, uh, hold on. Let me look this name up because I have it. I have it saved in my my thing. Well, maybe I don't. Fuck, dude. Um, It was Trump's... So it was Trump's closest advisor. Do you know about this? That got him sick. Yeah, I read. Positive. I read a little bit about it. Just a little. I'm bit. I'm trying to find her name, but I I had it saved. Okay. Anyways, when it when it's, I come it's one of the top it, articles on NPR. Here, I'll I bet if I look you. up Trump's closest you. advisor. Okay. Uh. Hope Hicks. That's her name. Hope Hicks. So, yeah. Anyways, that's that. A whole bunch of stuff 
has also happened in the news uh like the debate which uh uh <laughs> I don't know if I can say anything about this nothing good nothing bad either like I I just I can't even say I will say one thing so our family uh because we're Chinese we watch a lot of Chinese television and because of that I I, I get a good good amount of like primetime television like the news from China and for a solid three days they were just making fun of like the debate and they would um they would like voice over some of the shit that happened and it was real like they were just they were just going all in and keep in mind this is like this is like mainstream like Chinese yeah. television right, right. Like, it's like what people are watching in China yeah and they're just going all in on these two fucking clowns like they they were not holding back that would be interesting so... to learn Chinese just so I could like watch that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um it was pretty good. And that's happening in a lot of countries as far as I'm aware. Like people are just ripping into it. I remember watching like a BBC thing where they were just uh they were just making fun of Trump and Biden and Yeah, you know, the world is uh world's kind of a strange place right now with the whole coronavirus and like people are saying 2020 is like such a bad year because so many bad things are happening but you know if anything things like this do help people get by right like you watch this and it's like now you can work at your job for one more week because you're not demotivated i don't know man i don't know <laughs> there's yeah. there's there's got to be some positive from this right maybe you're right yeah, I'm always right, so don't don't you worry about that. Ha ha ha. But anyways, um, you have uh, anything more to say about politics? Yeah, I don't want to talk about this for. You want to do a topic? Longer. I got a topic. Yeah. What's your topic? <coughs> Sorry, I'm gonna have to cut off those coughs. You won't hear them. I'll make them quiet. Um. So today I want to talk about the concept of professionalism. And what makes somebody a professional? Oh, okay. All right. All right. So I guess we'll start with, uh, let's do like a little like thought experiment of what we think a professional is and then like what Wikipedia says. And then we can take a break because I need more coffee. But let's define it first. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Professionalism? Like what, what makes somebody a professional? Mostly I'm focusing on the word professional instead of professionalism, but really they're kind of the same thing, right? So two things come to mind when I think of a professional in any, in any like realm of field or, you know, field of work, sorry, any field of work or anything. So one, you're really good at it, right? Like you're, you're a professional, you're, you're the best in your field and you know what to do. People will come to you for help and they'll come to you if they need something done. And number two is you make money off of it because you're a professional. That's pretty right? much exactly what Wikipedia says, yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. See? I I'm always right, man. Just fucking listen to me from now on. <laughs> hey, calm down there. No. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, what what's up? So like I think of like a specific thing which is like just like the making money off of it, right? Like if you make money off of something then you're a professional. Like, that's not very hard, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it is kind of like a good 
definition of the term though right but you're right it's not like impossible to like just because you make money it. at a job at walgreens doesn't make you a professional cashier right but which is where the, the secondary note, definition would come in handy yeah exactly like best in your field like you know all the buttons on the fucking cash register yeah yeah do you think a professional walmart cashier exists probably right probably not yeah, you think everybody that does the Walmart cashier job, they're just, like, on autopilot 24-7? I don't know about all that, but, like, it's not like Walmart is going to come out and be like, you are our best cashier. You get the gold star, best cashier in the country, professional cashier, you know? Like, nobody's going to come to them for help. Like, they don't care, you know? Well, do you need to be identified as a professional to be a professional, right? Like, you can just be good at something and... Yeah, probably not. You could... You know? Um, and then... Yeah. So, like, pretend you're a Walmart cashier and you're just starting off, right? Uh-huh. Perhaps you're surrounded by professionals and everyone else is a professional except for you and maybe some other noobs. Yeah. What do you and think then, of that? Yeah. You, like... Uh... So, here, here's the thing, right? What you're talking about and, like, what you're arguing is experience, right? Like, you're experienced. So right. where do you draw the line between, between experience and, and professional? Okay. Right? And that might be kind of hard to... that. That's, like... I don't want to say that's, like, a philosophical question, but it's definitely a little deeper, right? So when I think of experienced, you know, like, I think of you've had some practice, you've done the work, but... Right, Maybe like you're I not might necessarily... be considered a professional masturbator. But you don't get paid for it, so you can't claim the dang. title, right? Yeah, yeah but you can say dang. you're an experienced masturbator, right? But if unless I was a cam girl... Sure, yeah. Those then are I would definitely consider Yeah, 100%, 100%. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. Yeah, those girls... Yeah, no, this is, these, are, these words are making sense. I just like... Yeah. I love the co- comedic effect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I spent my time on Live Jasmine and uh, the other ones. I can't think of them. Anyways. You have an account on Ashley Madison? I wish, dude. I wasn't 18 <laughs> when it came out. So I was like, is anybody really going to date me? <laughs> like, I'm like right. some 15-year-old in high school. It's like a lawsuit <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> like, who's going to have an affair with me? Right? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Your bio but, uh, is, I'm 15, lol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating on my girlfriend, winky face. My your non-existing fucking... girlfriend. <laughs> my your... pillow. Your fucking username is, like, jailbait69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, um... Let's use a... Let's use... Hmm. What's a fun example for this? Let's use Hitman, dude. Hitman? Hit Hitman, yeah. So Hitman So if you kill somebody and you get paid, does that make you a professional? I would say I would say no. no. Yeah, yeah, me too. Maybe So a professional is like they fucking have like several identities and like they use like a silencer and like or like they, you know, use like a quiet method and they can do it without like a like a big fuss. Do you think in order to be a professional, you would have to be, like, well-renowned? Or no? Well, what like, if you're, like, a professional hider? 
then being well renowned would be bad. Sure, yeah. Sure enough. But let's let's keep using the hitman example. Well actually You'd have to be well renowned to be a professional hitman? Yeah. But using your hider logic, right, the answer would be no for the professional hitman. Right, because cause you'd you kind of want your hitman to be anonymous, or like even as a hitman, you'd want to be kind of anonymous to uh you know avoid suspicion of the law. Right, exactly, exactly. So right now I'm thinking about Mike from Breaking Bad. You know, oh like, yeah, you yeah, Mike? I know Mike. Yeah, pastrami sandwich or whatever. Pimento. Uh, pimento. I don't yeah, whatever sandwich he had. I don't know. That scene was badass, dude. Anyways, that's a professional, right? Like you would consider that man. Yeah, he's a professional. Uh, professional in his field. Like, he's clean, he's quick, he doesn't ask many questions, right? Right. He just asks for the job, he asks for the reward. And he, he does shows the job up. in exactly. a good way. There's yeah. no questions asked, he's quick, nobody catches him, he just does it, right? Like, he knows exactly what he's doing, and he's kind of got a heart, too, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I mean, it kind of has taken over his life, because that's his character, but... In the same way, he still has, like, uh... Yeah, but that doesn't relate to him being a professional. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, character yeah, has yeah, nothing yeah, to sure. do with it. You could be a complete scumbag, or you could be the nicest guy in the world. Sure enough. Fair, and you could still enough, be professional on either end of that. So let's let's take that versus some of the many hitmen that we have seen in our life. Let me, let me think. In media, right? Yeah, who would be an experienced hitman? Age of 47, we talked about last episode. No, that's a professional, bro. That's a professional. Oh, okay. So you're 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 saying experienced and professional are two different things. Well, they can I coincide, right? If like, you're professional, can... you're probably experienced. Yeah, but it's not the other way around, right? Like you if can you're be experienced. You might not be professional. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's hard. That's a hard distinction for me to make. I think they kind of go so? hand in hand. I think I think you I think you can be both, but you can't be just um professional. Like if you're professional, you're experienced. But if you're experienced, well, you're not necessarily the top think of your of, class. Uh, have you seen the movie Kick Ass? I've not. I know what it's about though. Like okay, so like to... uh the little girl is trained, right? Think of education because on on Wikipedia they specifically mention education. Okay. Right. So yeah. like. Maybe you're not an experienced doctor, but you're still a professional doctor because you've gone through the schooling, right? But you just got mm. your first job. So you're still a professional. You First day on the job, you're still a professional, but you're not experienced because it's your first time actually independently being a doctor. Like you've been around other doctors, you've seen them work, but now it's you, you know, like you do it your own way. Think of that. No, I think I'm going to have to disagree with that, man. I think... You, you think you're experienced at that point because of the, the schooling has got you experienced? I think you need the... Ex- like, you need the experience, right? Like, you can read about how to swim as much as you want, but you can't do it until you've actually gotten in the pool and swam. You know what I mean? So, in terms of, like, being a doctor, like, sure, he's, uh... Like, he's got the experience, and he's got the the know-how, because he's been through eight years of medical school, but he hasn't actually done it yet, right? Like, it might take him a year or two before so he's, he's not that even a professional, professional standard. That first day of the job, he's not a professional. No, it takes more than a day, right, to become a professional in anything. Well, I mean, he did eight years of school, is what I'm thinking. If I was a doctor, and I went through school, and you told me I wasn't a professional my first day of the job, I'd be pissed. Well, I'd, yeah, I would still call you not a professional. 
maybe after a year of working, then yeah, definitely. I would be especially, offended. I would be especially offended. if your work shows for it. You think so, man? I think a doctor's first day on the job, they are professional. Even if they're the biggest fuck up and like they got, well, they had like a one point nine GPA and like it could be your like attention. millionth day on the job and you could still be a fuck up. That doesn't think make about your... what? Oh, uh, think about Doctor Nick from The Simpsons. Do you remember Doctor yeah. Nick? So yeah. he he literally says, "I went to eight years of uh, upscale medical school or whatever." Would you consider that guy a professional? Well, he's a hack, right? Yeah, like, and his whole thing is that he does surgery for cheap because he's in trouble with the law or whatever. So, because they want to take away his license or his practice. Yeah, is I that guy know. a professional? He went. He dresses like school, a professional. Right? I guess. So, what if professional is just a social phenomena that if you perceive me or like if a if the society at large perceives an individual as a like a pro, like think of the word pro, like as a uh the highest in their field then they're professional right right you don't have to be necessarily like the highest right but you have to be like it is like a it's a level of standard you know what i mean like it's right it's um and is that reserved for like the top 10 percent? so then if you become into that top 10 percent, then somebody else would be 11 percent, and then they're not professional anymore Right, so th- this is when like, it gets tricky, right? Yeah, this is... See, I knew this was a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, like, that that would be kind of hard to define, right? What is the line? Or where is the line? I, I where feel you like, cross into professionalism. Yeah, during the break, I'm going to do some research into this. Um, I well, want to do one more example. Can I, okay. before we do a break? So... Uh, we've talked about it many times on the podcast, but both Wynn and I play a lot of competitive video games, and the players that play for money in the games that we play, so uh, in Dota 2, the people that play for money are literally called pro players, like professional players. Get it? So, um, they both, like, those players match the descriptions, right? They make money off of it, and they're the best in their field. And the cutoff is that if you're not participating in these tournaments, like if you're not on one of these teams, then you're not considered a professional player. But you wouldn't make money. What do you mean? Like if you're not on one of these teams, you're not professional, but you wouldn't make money, but you still might have the Dota skills, you know? Yeah, but you're not on the team, so you're not considered a professional player. Because you're not making money. Exactly. But my argument is that you still might be like, if Miracle up and quit and decided he never wanted to play Dota again, he's still really good at Dota. Right, but he's not a professional, right? Because he doesn't make money off of it. Right, that's an interesting concept. You can still describe him as a professional player because he's so good. You could probably... You, you, you might have to use a different description, right? You would have to say, like... He's really good. He's really good, yeah. Yeah. You can't say he's a professional, right? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Well, That's I'm going to look into this. Like, what's the line for that? I'm going to ask our viewers to mull it over in their head through the soothing sounds of Chad Crouch transitional music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
So did you learn anything, or did you just go pee? Well, when, as uh, millennials tend to do on their cans, all right, the cell phone. Good majority of my time on my phone, and uh, so the two big arguments, right, is number one is professional versus unprofessional, which is not what we're talking about, and number two is professional versus expert. So it's not experience; it's expert. That's the word that we were looking for. Ah. And, um. Here's uh here's what Jaldur Mott, capability development lead at Fujitsu from 2016 to now, has answered. Uh, he says that an expert means someone who has a great degree of knowledge about a subject. Often they have an education or a lot of experience with the subject matter. A professional is someone who has a job function and acts according to the written and unwritten rules of the business etiquette. This latter part is a little bit hard to explain, but when you have a job, there are rules to follow to show that you are credible, reliable, and trustworthy. Being a professional means both having a job career as well as acting according to business etiquette. Someone who stays calm despite criticized on their work might be called professional, but if they are incompetent, they are still not an expert. Likewise, someone might be an expert at beekeeping, but if they don't make money off of it, they are amateurs, not professionals. Does that make sense? So now we're drawing the line between expert and professional. Right. So, it kind of makes sense to me. Um, Yeah, it kind of makes sense to me. It makes me think of, like, musicians, right? So if you're a street musician, you're an amateur regardless. You're not professional. Right. But you, you could be an expert, or you also could not be an expert. Right, exactly, exactly. And just and because if you're, you're a rock star, then hmm. you're a professional. But you might not be an expert. Like, you might not actually be good at the music, right? Because you might not have a full education. Right, or, you know, whatever. Because, like, so, like, think of, like, a, like what if a guy can really shred, right? Like, like say you play the guitar, and you could just fucking, like, you make it sound real good and you can play as fast <laughs> as possible, you know? Yeah, like you can But like shred. you still don't know the names of things, like you don't know like chords and notes and like you don't know what it's called. Actually, I was going to take that the other way around. What if you can shred like a ton but you just don't make money off of it? Like it's just your hobby to just shred, you know what I mean? Then you're an expert, right? But you're not a professional. Huh. Right? But in the same realm, From, according that... to the, according to Mr. Fujitsu company guy, then yeah, yeah, that would be what he would say. <laughs> yeah, and then in that exact same realm, if you were, like we said, if you were um like a rock star, or maybe you record for like, I don't know, movie companies, you know, that's like a big thing where people... Yeah, make, like Smash Mouth. Yeah, they need recordings <laughs> for music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, have you seen the new Grinch animated? Like, it's it's relatively new within the yeah, last couple Tyler. years. Yeah, with Tyler. Tyler the Creator. Oh, that's who the the rapper is? Yeah, dude, I love I, that I totally thought he was, like, some nobody, and he just, like, made it for the Grinch. No, I love Tyler, the creator. Dude, you gotta listen to Flower Boy. I, I think I made you listen to it once, actually. I know about him. Yeah, he's great. He's probably my favorite artist, which is, like, uh... You know what? That's not true. He's, like, my favorite modern artist. Artist to come out in the last, like, ten years. How about that? Anyways, we don't have to talk about Tyler um but tyler is a professional right because he makes money off of it and he's got extremely good etiquette like he 
he understands like what he's doing that's why he was able to land a job as like a you know he started off as like a low-life rapper like a soundcloud type shit but you know how many rappers do you see making movie scores for like these these movies right right do you think he's an expert yeah definitely he like just the way he makes the music and how he makes it flow i think that guy is like i i don't think his music is too indie you know what i mean like it's too kind of different to be mainstream but it's good man like it's (laughs) i I don't want to say people are going to look at his music like 50 years from now and be like wow that's like really good because that's that that's a little too egotistical but something in that realm (laughs) yeah yeah so he's a professional tyler's a professional and he's an an expert expert. yeah and he's a creator and he's a creator yeah tyler (laughs) the creator so here let's let's think of uh what's something that everybody likes well i wanted to uh go on to this wikipedia part okay so the etymology of the word professional uh, in case you guys don't know, we talked about etymology probably in the fetish episode. Etymology is the root of where a word comes from. So, you know, you're looking into, like, the past and the way people have used it in the past. All, All right. right. Uh, da, da, da. The term professional is Middle English from profess. Adjective. Having professed one's own vows... Uh, I'm trying to like not bore you guys to death, so I'm skipping parts. So they begin to profess their skills to others, to vow to perform their trade to the highest known standard, with the reputation to uphold. Trusted workers of a society who have a specified trade are considered professionals. Okay, so that's what our guy at Fujimaru said, right? Where they hold a standard, like they have a standard that they uphold to. That shows that they are professional, right. right? So I think the difference between uh the Fujimaru guy would be uh he he uh in that in that quote, from my understanding, his school of thought would be that the external community around him would have to declare him a professional. Whereas in this situation, you you are outwardly declaring yourself a professional. So if I were to say right now I am a professional podcaster. I am dedicating my life to podcasting. I am going to try as hard as I can. Like, that would be what makes me a professional. And then, of course, I would have to uphold that dedication with consistent work and, uh, you know, high-quality output, right? Mm, yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't even think about it like that. But But if everyone listens to me and says, oh, his shit's junk, then I'm not a professional externally, according to the community. But right outwardly internally i'm outwardly trying to be a professional like you would still inside you still consider yourself a professional even though the results might not show it right uh, like, according to other people and that yeah that's the thing right you you can you can say whatever you want to say right like you can he i could say i'm the president of the united states and like you know i could be a professional at it yeah exactly so according to that logic trump is a professional at being the president of the united states yeah, and then the word that people would use would be like politician, right? Politician, so like no matter what sure. office you hold, whether you're a professional politician or an expert politician or a uh, you know, a shitty politician, whatever the words they want to use. 
Yeah. So Trump's a professional, but he's not necessarily an expert, right? Like he's just a professional because he's kind of new to all the politician stuff. Maybe right. maybe after these four years, he has become an expert in the political field. Obviously, I'm not throwing away my political biases here. Like after four years, he might have had the experience necessary to become really good in his field and, you know, whatever. Um, and then, I'll, of course, like, I don't know what metrics they would de- describe as really good, putting really good in quotes. Yeah, see, that's the thing, right? Like, like how do you measure that in politics? Like, in music, it kind of makes sense. Like, you can hear it, you know? It has to be from, well, even in music, right? It comes from outside opinion, right? So even if your music sounds really good to you, it might sound like shit to the general public, right? So are you still considered right? an expert? Or a professional, even. Yeah, or a professional. So, I think a lot of this comes down to, like, how, how like, society takes you in, like, as your profession, right? Like That's interesting. But then you think of, uh, like, music... Okay, so music is an opinion. Politics would be an opinion. But think of, like, a goalie, right? If you're, if you're a goalie for, yeah. like, some kind of soccer league, like... You can legitimately measure that. Like that's numerical. Like if you're a batter in in uh sure. what's baseball yeah. called? MLB, you can like have a batting average, you know? Here's the thing, when I consider everybody in the MLB a professional because they are in that league. Right? I totally agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure you can measure it and you can determine which ones are like more expert, more have like more expertise in their field, I guess would be the way to to word it. Yeah. Um but or at like the end even of the day, and then in their field, like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even subject a certain player to like being an expert baseball player, right? You would break it down into like their position of fielding, like an expert pitcher, an expert catcher, first baseman, second baseman, all that outfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because um, the, like I don't know, the game has like a lot of different things going on. I looked up when I was like researching this topic when I was thinking about it yesterday, the NBA, right? So any player in the NBA is a professional. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. You agree with this? Yeah. So then, what about the NCAA, the college ball? That's amateur league, right? Like they literally call it amateur league. Yeah. So but like, they're still playing at such a high level, right? You're right. You're right. But here's the thing: when at the NCAA, and I don't want to get too into this because the NCAA is fucking corrupt as shit. Anybody that follows it knows that uh, it's just so bad um but they don't the college people they don't get to play for money right if you're in the ncaa it doesn't matter how good you are um the best thing you're getting is a free education you are not getting paid any real money to be in the league so can you still consider that professional yeah can you still consider that professional because you're not getting paid to do it well i looked it up i was trying to find the salaries of the ncaa right yeah and they they like average around forty seven thousand dollars because I guess they still get some kind of money because you know you got to eat and shit. Maybe it's sponsors. Maybe that's what they're. I I can swear that there are no salaries attached to the NCAA. Like I'm. Yeah, pretty. The sure. articles I found were like very not official and not very trusting. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. And I also looked up the NBA, uh, salaries so we could play the little guessing game we like to play, and you. Can- oh, this is gonna be fun. Okay. Sure. So, uh, number one ranked highest salary, how That's... much money do they make? It's in the millions. Go ahead and guess. Well, can I guess the player first? Yeah, of course you can guess the player. Is it Curry? 
Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, sixty million. Lower. Forty-five. A little bit lower. Forty-two. Forty. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Forty million. All right. Now, lowest paid, still professional in the NBA. Lowest paid. Uh, how much do they get paid? I'm not gonna. I expect you to get the name because you know. Yeah, I definitely like, won't get the not name. Super famous. Um, I want to say 121,000. 120 what? 121,000 dollars. 155,000. Oh, okay. See, I was, I was all So, right. this guy's name is Lugens Dort. He plays for Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't know that guy, but all right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing his name out there because he's well. This is what we're talking about. He's the lowest played player in the NBA according to. This website, which is ESPN.com. But he's still a professional, right? I would still consider right. him a professional player. So how is it that fucking $155,000 a year is a professional on the exact same level, right? The exact same tier, if you will, mm-hmm. as the guy that gets paid $40 million more than him. Well, that's about expertise, right? Like, that's what it comes down to. Because Steph Curry is probably better than that guy, right? Like, he's probably way better than that guy. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And League's know, better. Yeah. And your value, right, how good you are in the NBA, it, not always it determines it, right? There's, there's some corrupt shit going on, but it, if, right, if we're talking... Right, and of course it comes down to how well you can sell yourself. Right, right. If, if, we're, if we're in a perfect world, right, where skill equals salary then sure steph curry would probably be um like it, it would make sense that he gets paid more you know what i mean than the so other guy what if the difference between getting in if you're a young ball player what if the difference between getting into the nba and getting into the ncaa is your perceived professionalism right not like not that you have dedicated your life and you're professing your love to the th- to the sport right like right. in the old middle english sense but like you need you need the the people in the NBA the professionals and like the uh like the coaches or whoever does the recruiting right right yeah they need to look at you and say this this man is a professional right right so then at that point nothing matters except for their opinion and they decide what is professional and what is not professional yeah what do you think of that I I like it. I still think that there's like a standard that um is kind of like put in place to be a professional. Um but here okay, here here's the thing, right? I used to before we started this podcast, I mean this episode, I I used to think that there were different levels of like professionalism, you know? But now I'm on the vibe that there's and It's just yes or no. Yeah, like it's either you are or you aren't a professional. And it's not necessarily that that doesn't necessarily determine um how good you are, right? Like if you're if you're both professional, like you can still be better than each other, right? But you're both still professional at the end of the day. And um yeah, like it's just a yes or no um either you you fit this category of making being able to make money in your field. And you are like upholded to a business standard, yada yada yada, or you aren't, right? So right, um, yeah. What what I think is interesting is that like all of the recruiters in all of basketball could be completely wrong, and a certain player could be a professional, right? And they could be they could be a terrible p- player, or they could be like an expert, you know? 
Yeah. But they could be a professional. But, like, if everyone, like, they are willing to uphold that quality and they can do it. They are, they have the capabilities to be Uh a professional basketball player. Okay. Yeah. But if all the recruiters in all of basketball don't see it, then they will never get a chance. So average guys like you and I won't be able to call them a professional because they're not in that league. They don't play at that level. Right, but they they're still experts, right? When like they're still they're still capable, but you know, it's exactly like we said. Like yeah, and then that barrier uh, to entry would be making a living, right, off of your expertise. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to be in the NBA to make a living off basketball, right? Like, there's a lot of players that um aren't good enough for the NBA, so they play overseas, like in Europe or in um Japan or in China. Uh-huh. Uh. And, like, I would still consider you a professional if you play in that kind of league, right? Because you're making money off of it, and you're upholding And that's to this... the bottleneck right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Is um, the money. Money. And the fact that you're being upholded to this business standard of being able to make the money, right? And like, you're a reputable member in society, or within your community. Uh, uh Maybe, maybe like, not. Like, so, like, I think that like the, the the three letters nba are so in, influential on you and i right uh-huh that we look at a guy and then like even if we never met him before and he's he only get, makes one hundred fifty five thousand dollars a year right the lowest paid guy if he came up to us and shook our hand and said like hey i play for the nba we would look at him like oh this man is a professional like yes. if i have anything I, I need to know about basketball i can ask him you know like because i'm not, i'm not a professional i don't know about basketball right Right. Um. Do you know who Dennis Rodman is? Yeah, I know who Dennis Rodman is. Right. He was on the Bulls during the Dream Team with Michael Jordan right. and Scottie Pippen. Yes, yes. And w- so he was kind of a he was kind of a wild card, right? Like he kind of he was kind of he was always late for practice. Sometimes he never showed up. Sometimes he would go to the games, like the actual games, hungover or like drunk even. And uh, he was kind of like a party animal. Would you say that he he's definitely professional, right? Like we both agree with that, um, because he was in the NBA. But w- would you say he's like reputable in his field? Like, are are his teammates gonna uh rep like? I, I'm not. I don't want to say support. That's not the right word. But like, right. So he wasn't acting professional, right? That's right. Kind of what we want to say. But he's still a professional. You know what I mean? Because he's in that field. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough conundrum there. Yeah. Even though maybe his teammates aren't happy about his performance and, like, you know, whatever. Or even his, like, attitude or the way he goes about it. Like, even if he was fucking, you know, sinking buckets or whatever the fuck the terminology is these days. I don't watch basketball. (laughs) Sinking buckets. Yep, that's the terminology. I don't Um, watch basketball. And here's the thing. uh, um, Dennis Rodman. Even if he was fucking dunking left and right, right? And he was, like, the all-star. I know he wasn't, but even if he was, like... He would definitely be an expert, according to what we're saying. Yeah. And here's the thing, man. He was really good. Like, he was really, really good. Uh, He was, like, he went to parties and, like, drank a lot because he could. Like, he could get away with it because that's how good he was at basketball, you know? Yeah, I believe it. But, like, that's still kind of, like, a hit to your reputation in the field or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And your professionalism. Yeah, your professionalism, right? And... I guess that might, like, if we were to measure it like that, then him doing that would mean that it's kind of contesting his ability to still have a job uh, in the NBA, right? 
like him right. doing all that but at that current moment he's still considered a professional right so i don't know it's, i would agree with you yeah yeah it's uh but if you like murdered somebody and then you like uh you know went to jail you're still really good at basketball but you're no longer a professional right yeah because you're uh you're not making money off of it right and in that case the sentence we would use is he was a professional basketball player right right it's like oh did he retire no he's disgraced he's he's out of the profession he's out he's out because he's he's cast away he's disgraced sure yeah okay that's an interesting concept to me yeah i like that that's a good way of putting it that's uh yeah Getting to the root of words here. I think it is kind of like a societal norm then, huh? Yeah, it's all about external perception, for sure. Yeah. Like, like the guys in Enron and, like, the guys at WeWork, like, they looked like professionals. Like, Enron, they looked like professional en- energy traders, if you know anything about Enron. I didn't know <laughs> Well, it turns out, bing, bang, boom, they're tricking everyone. And they were just taking money and faking their uh, financial quarterly reports to make it look like they were making profit. And they were taking in the stock money. And then one guy just cut and run one day. He he put it all in the Cayman Islands and he just fucking left. Oh, that's smart. Smart guys. But he, so like at the time, he's a professional, right? right. So then at the time that he's like sitting on the top of the board or whatever they called it at Enron, uh, he was the CEO or whatever. He was considered a professional trader or a professional businessman or professional whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Like, he was definitely professional. Like, people were not doubting it because society, like, collectively knew that he knew how to make money, even though it was false. They collectively knew that he knew how to make them money, and they, they bet on him. But now, if you look at that, instead of saying he was a professional businessman, you would say he was a fraud and you would never associate professional with him hmm. unless you say he was i a don't know man that's that's tough um, unless you say he was a professional con man sure yeah you could you could say that is it it's oh, that's tough dude i would honestly after everything we talked about i would still say he was a professional businessman Right, that conned his way. Even in the past, yeah, like he was a professional businessman because that's that's what his outlook was. That's why people and he was in the in business him. of he was in the business of stealing motherfuckers' money. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's just what business is, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, capitalism. Kinda. Let's go. How can you say you hate capitalism when you own an iPhone? <laughs> Have you heard that one before? That's no. the most bullshit argument I've ever heard. Anyways, um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like, it, uh, like the 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 profession changes, right? Like you're not a businessman anymore because you were a con man. I I guess I would say professional con man. At right, the, at and the then end. of course, while he was doing it, and while he before he cut and run, and it turned out that he was tricking everyone. If you were an all knowing, uh omni what do they call it omnipotent omni i just say god because it's funny yeah but you know what i'm talking about right like the literature device where the narrator knows everything god has not been looking out for me man let me just say that real quick 
<laughs> yeah, okay. The omni the omni being. Omnipresence, that's what it's called. Omnipresence. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you're like an omnipresent whatever and he he's sitting at the top of the board, right? We rewind in time to where every single person in the story is calling him a uh professional businessman. Yeah. Then would your omnipresent narrator call him a professional con man? Yes. I think he would. Yes, yes, you yeah. would. You would. 100%. Because, because you that's... would know that it's all fake. Because that's what he's a professional in, right? That's what he's making his money off of, is being a con man. And uh, Right, right, right. He's got the business standard of being able to be a con man because he's portraying himself as not a con man, right? So he's able to stay in the business. Which um, is, yeah, which is a, an essential part of being a con man, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, it is. Is, uh, yeah, faking your way up. The deception. Yeah. This was a good topic. Man, man. I want to be a professional. Uh, it's like the legal mumbo jumbo of words of being a professional versus an expert right we could be lawyers uh yeah <laughs> what gave you the idea for this topic <coughs> i literally don't remember <laughs> oh man um, this is the kind of shit i think about yeah i mean this is the stuff I would think about if I was, like, high, dude. Like, I wouldn't think about this out of the blue. But yeah, it's cool. Well, yeah. When you take too much acid, you're always fucked up. Yeah, have you been on acid lately? <laughs> no, not lately. <laughs> uh, anything else about this topic? Because I want to talk about some other stuff real quick. Yeah, what do you got on your mind? Um. Well, I didn't want to make... So, I, so here's the thing, right? Um. We're still trying to figure out how we want to do this show. Right now, the format is we each <clears throat> each week we alternate who gets to talk about a topic, right? And that's how we've been doing it for twelve episodes now. But I'm still trying to figure out ways that we can maybe make this show more like intuitive and shit. And like, I want to like, I don't know, I don't want to just talk about one topic sometimes because a lot can happen in a week, and it's fun to talk about current events. Maybe we'll get rid of this. Maybe we'll just start another podcast to talk about this kind of shit. But there's a lot of cool yeah, we stuff can always that make goes another on. Podcast. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's some fun things I learned this week that I just want to get off my mind. Maybe we'll talk about it in the intro. Uh, maybe I should have just brought it up earlier. But I don't know. Just some cool stuff. So we were talking about esports earlier and like professional players. Did you know? Uh, have you ever heard of a game called Farmville? No, not Farmville. Farming Simulator. <laughs> yeah, Farmville. Farmville. Professional Farmville. Oh I want to be a professional God. Farmville player. Did you ever play that? So you did play that I game, I used to right? play the shit out of Farmville, bro. That's pretty sad, man. I'm not going to lie. I played... I was uh, like fucking 11. Fuck off. Yeah, so those were the those were the Zynga games, right? You know what I'm talking about? Zynga? Zynga. Yeah, for sure. Mafia Wars. Mafia Wars. Mafia Wars. I played the shit out of that game, dude. I was oh. actually so good at that game. I mean, I was a professional. <laughs> yeah, were you making money off of it? People were paying you to see their farm or whatever. Yeah, log log in for them to make sure that their animals are fed. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Fuck, fuck the. Oh wait, you know what? I brought it up anyways. I can't say fuck the topic. But you're um, talking about farming simulator for real. Yeah. So there's a esports scene for farming simulator, and uh, I think wow. in like September twentieth, they had their grand finals, and the prize was a hundred thousand dollars. So wow. is so like what do you do in that game? You like speed run? 
Yeah, so I, I took um I took like a ten minute glance at it and it's basically like efficiency, right? You know? So in games like um we play games like Age of Empires and shit. I think the classic example would be StarCraft, where yeah. you're trying to be as efficient as you can with allocating and your you have resources. To build an economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's actually quite a bit of depth to the game and um the thing I wanted to talk about really quickly is the idea of naturally growing an esports scene, right? Or like having a competitive scene in something, or like even a community dedicated towards being competitive in like a game. So I don't know what's natural about it. The game has been out for a really long time, right? Like I, they don't come out with a new one every year, but I think it's every other year. There's a bunch of farms. They update. Yeah, I think they update. There's only they. Huh. I think that's the kind of game that uh has like a shit ton of DLC, right? Like if you want to get a new combine, you spend three out three dollars and you download it. I think that's Train Simulator, dude. Oh, I f- I figured like they kind of ran the same way. No, Farming Simulator is like a real fleshed out game. The thing is though, they release a new one every like other year, so I think it's like Farm Farm. I keep saying Farmville. Farming Simulator, like, 20 or... Farmville Simulator? Yeah. (laughs) It's just you playing on a computer that's, like, you in your room and you're just playing Farmville. (laughs) And you don't even get to play Farmville. You're just watching someone play Farmville. Oh, man. Um, So, when there's this game that I want to compare the natural growth of the Farming Simulator esports scene... Have you ever heard of Overwatch? Yeah. Of course you have. So Overwatch is... I don't really want to explain it because I'm sure most of you have heard of it. Um, The thing about Overwatch, when I played it, because I got it when it first came out, like literally early access because I was so hyped for it. Um, I used to play Team Fortress 2 and this game was like being hailed as the predecessor for Team Fortress 2. Like it has the class-based shooting and, you know, like whatever it's cartoony it's graphic it's cool and i remember playing it when i first started playing it and it was like a fun casual game you know like it was messy and there was like a shoot 'em up and it was fun like it's good unadulterated fun right yeah besides the times that you raged yeah well that <laughs> but that like <laughs> all the raging was in good fun you know what i mean like it, it's a different kind of rage when you're actually Okay, which I'll get into right now. So, the thing about Overwatch is they pushed so hard for a competitive scene in Overwatch. Like, they manually did it, right? They put a shit ton of money into something called the Overwatch League. Uh, is this okay. familiar with you? No. So, there's this thing called the Overwatch League. I don't know all the details of this, so I'm probably going to scuff up a little. But I'm, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to go off what I know. We never claimed to be experts. We never did. Just yeah. professionals. So I, <laughs> we're just professionals, even though we don't make any money off of this. So um, Overwatch League, what they did was Blizzard went around and they w- they looked for a bunch of sponsors, right, to sponsor. And they were like, this is going to be a big, ginormous game. Like, look at the numbers we have right now. Look at the people that are dedicated to the esports scene. And what happened was... You know, because Overwatch was so popular, there was a bunch of, uh, like, esports tourneys coming out, right? Like, just grassroots, people doing their own thing, you know what I mean? Like, they're having their own, right. like, right, 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 $50,000 right. Land parties, yeah, basically. Exactly. Glorified land parties. And, like, even ESL, yeah. some, like, so ESL is a esports company 
they set up a bunch of tournaments uh, for a whole multitude of games. Like they do counter They're professional land party hosters. Exactly. Yeah. Professional land party hosters. And um, all these tournaments were coming up for Overwatch. But the thing is, when they created the Overwatch League, they purposely made it so that you could not set up any more tournaments for Overwatch, right? Like you could not do anything that wasn't part of the Overwatch League. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they killed. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, they killed the entire grassroots community of the Overwatch League, and they didn't let it naturally develop. And that's not the only problem with the Overwatch League, right? The problem with Overwatch is after that, because they were so determined to make Overwatch an esport, like they really wanted this game to become an esport. They focused all of their balance changes on the top 1% of, like, player bases. So the meta eventually turned into, like, three tanks and three healers, right? Because you gotta play what you gotta play to win. You can't play the fun characters. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. I heard that. And, like, they could have updated it to, like, be more fun, but instead they made it more, like, like, illogical. Yeah, and, like, they made it, like, a... It's like a MOBA almost where, you know, you have like your three tanks and you just sit behind the three tanks and you hope one of them fucks up so you can just charge in, right? And you have three healers to back you up. So uh-huh. it turns into like such a boring spectacle of viewing and it's so unfun to play, right? Like if you're not playing the meta stuff, if you're not playing three tanks, three healers, you are going to get run over. Like there is no exception. So I don't, I don't want to go in too far into the balancing thing, but they released this hero to try to counter all of this named uh Brigitte Brigitte um okay. and she was like this she was like a hybrid tank hybrid uh healer type shit but the problem is she did way she too was much OP. yeah she did way too much like she completely killed the balance of the game uh and she was the one that made it three tanks and three healers so Blizzard did literally everything they could to try to fix the situation until one day they just said fuck it we're going to put class restrictions in. So now you have to play with two DPS characters, two tanks, and two healers. Like, you cannot do anything else besides this. You have to have those three, right, in place, which also completely killed the game because they made, like, a competitive role queue where, you know, you have to, like, if yeah. you're going to queue for DPS. There's it's, it's a whole mess of shit on why Overwatch... We could probably create our own episode for it. Point is, I just want to say that the the reason why Overwatch League failed and why it's not like it's like a total failure now, dude. Nobody watches it. The whole game feels kind of dead, right? Like especially if you consider how popular Did it was Overwatch when it first come came out? out. Huh? Did Overwatch two come out yet? Not yet. I think that's like their that's their hope is Next that gen? it's gonna save the game. But I mean, like it's Overwatch two, dude. Like who the fuck cares, right? Like yeah, I mean I don't care. Like Overwatch two, it's like if Dota three came out. Like I don't know. Do we really need Dota three? Like. Yeah, they definitely don't ever need to make a Dota 3. Yeah, and um, comparing that to Farming Simulator. So this is a game that was not pushed at all by its developers to have an esports scene. It just kind of happened because the game Uh. is so intuitive and so interesting. And, like, the community just grew, you know, and it just kept growing and growing. And the thing is about this game, like, there's definitely a niche market for it, right? Like, people will play this game, Farming Simulator, if, if they're interested in it and they'll probably support like you know it's it's better to just let it grow right and to let it flourish into something that you know you might not think it's supposed to right like farming simulator doesn't seem like a game where you could play for a 100 grand right but at the same time overwatch does kind of feel like that game the problem is they pushed it too hard and they pushed it in an unnatural way 
anyways, that's... well, it sounds like they, it sounds like they patched out casual play and like that made it less fun, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The I, we I might do an episode on Overwatch. Next week's topic is gonna be the console shit, but um, before that, dude, you know what game I need to start watching? What? I need to get really into cricket. Cricket? Yeah, because oh, I don't British? understand. I don't understand how cricket works at all. Yeah, I uh, I don't get it. I don't know. Why don't you just play rugby? But uh, I don't understand how rugby works at all either. Oh, rugby's fantastic, man! I used to play that shit all the time in elementary school. I think. Mm, fantastic! Really? Yeah, it's a great game. So we have fun. a local team, but I'm pretty sure it's only women. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, dude. It's like, I don't know. It's good fun. <laughs> definitely like a game that you don't have to try too hard in you know like you can just kind of hang out and do whatever i in the professional rugby scene there's it's like hold on i'm gonna look this up but the teams are massive like professional rugby i thought they like slammed into each other hard like football well yeah but you don't have to do that right like we're, we're just like you can just do two hand or you know like flag like football professional yeah, rugby team size how do you feel about professional american football i used to hate it i kind of like nfl yeah i kind of like it now too <laughs> i don't mind watching it anymore yeah i used to not like it too i used to, f- I used to not like fucking it. hate it man i was like this is the stupidest shit ever um but so like that was probably my first example of like sitting down and watching a game and then you learn how to play right from watching yeah yeah like right now huh i'm trying to learn more about smite by watching twitch players like i literally will just put on smite twitch and then just like watch him and have no idea what the fuck's going on but eventually you pick up on things yeah and like the thing is football is not too complicated like, as a kid, I remember watching that, and it didn't make any sense, right? Like, all the numbers and shit, when they're like, oh, it's third down uh, at the 20. Like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean, right? But Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Eventually, you learn, oh, there's four downs, and if it goes to the fifth down, then the other team gets the ball, right? Like, it's not too right, complicated. Right, 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 right. And it's definitely, like, it's like baseball, you know? Once you, once you get it, it's just so fun to watch, like, when you're drunk or something. It's just so easy to consume, and like yeah you know what i mean and like especially if you have a favorite team right it's always fun to cheer for a favorite team or like you know just just stuff like that yeah which like i don't understand why it's fun but i get it i mean have you watched the international ti all the way through yeah but i never had a favorite team oh i i always try to root for like one team that i like you know it makes it more interesting yeah it's just like i never understood like who all the teams were like i know like i know a few a handful of like the really good teams that have won in the past yeah but i never like i don't know i'm not attached to any of these teams you know yeah you know fair enough fair enough um like if anything it would just be like uh root for navi because fucking what's that guy that's on there Dendi. he's really famous yeah Dendi. yeah i think Dendi. he quit navi like he uh in fact well he's getting older I get it. I think Navi rebranded to um, Fly to Moon. I think is the new name of the team. Man, they had a cool logo. Navi, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a really cool team name, dude. I, it's kind of sad that they got rid yeah, of that. Yeah, I like the yellow and black. Shout out to Team Secret, dude. That is by far the coolest name. 
and the coolest logo. I thought everyone hated them. I mean, we're, we're just talking about, like, team and logo-wise, right? Okay. Like, they're... Yeah, they have a decent... They have a decent logo. Yeah, it's, like, the eye and um, team secret. Like, that's cool, you know? Like, that's easy. Yeah, I always felt like they fucking stole my name, though. What, secrets they keep? Yeah, so, like, I would get into, like, Dota lobbies and people would be like, Ew, you like Team Secret? I'd be like, my name has been like this since before I knew they existed. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you know what's funny? Do you do you know about the movie Secrets They Keep? Like, it's a movie that just came out. Is it about me? <laughs> it's at literally about you. It's just, it's like a day-to-day basis of what Wynn does. No, it's like, I think it's like a horror movie or some shit. I don't know. I remember getting a trailer for it, and uh, it literally came out on my birthday, on September sixteenth. And the movie was called "Secrets They Keep," and I was like, "Oh, I bet Wynn knows about this." And then you never brought it <laughs> up, so I figured you did it. No, I didn't know about <laughs> it. I hate horror movies. Oh, uh, yeah, horror movies are not like they're just not well crafted. You know, they don't intellectually stimulate me. Sure, yeah. Well, some are interesting. Like some, like. It's it's fun to think about the concept, right? Unless it's just right. so fucking stupid that like, you know, whatever. Have you heard about yeah, um the conceptual ones are good. There's this uh it's on Netflix and it's like a film where it's uh it's like a 50 floor jail cell, right? Like there's 50 floors and there's two people Oh my on god, each floor. dude. Allison kept telling me about this. Okay, well, it's it's fucking stupid. <laughs> like the whole movie is just very dumb and I would probably never watch it again, but it is fun to think about, right? Like, it's fun to yeah. picture the idea. So, um, just real quick. It's like, where, like, if you're at the top floor, like, you get, like, the feast, and then, like, the next floor gets your scraps, and then, like, all that. Yeah, so, real quick for yeah. the viewers, this movie, I can't remember the name of the movie for the life of me, but um, it's about, there's an elevator that comes down every day in this 50-floor fucking dungeon, and there's a giant fucking king's man's feast right like it's enough to feed probably like 500 people but the thing is is it stops at every single floor so it starts at floor one and it goes all the way down to floor 50 and each person like on each floor gets to take turns sharing the food right so by the time you get to like floor 20 because everybody's hoarding the food and like you know eating it all because they know what it's like to be oh well actually i don't want to get into that but Basically, when it gets to the lower floors, like, there's not a lot left, so people start to starve and shit. And every single month, it, um, redistributes where you get put. So it's not based, it's literally based off luck, whether you're on the first floor or the 50th floor. Wow, I just talked a lot there. But, um, yeah. And literally, you just, you just heard the whole concept, so you don't have to watch a movie, and have a nice day. Yeah, so, like, the whole movie (laughs) is, it's like, they're like, oh, we're... We're talking about society and how bad society is, and it's so fucking stupid. But it is—it's like a cool concept, right? You know what I mean? Like it's—it's that's a cool concept. At at the end of the day, also another thing that fits in that example is the Purge. Have you ever heard of that movie? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that we probably talked about it on the podcast. That movie is fucking stupid. It's waste of time. Everybody says the second and the third one are better. They're okay. They're not like worth watching though. I don't know why I watched them. The conceptual horror movies that, like, introduce a unique concept, right? So, like, you watch the trailer of The Purge, right? Yeah. And it's, like, one night and no laws. And then, like, it, like, cuts to, like, somebody screaming or whatever. That's all you need, right? That's all you need. That's all 100%. You need. That's where I'm going And then you this. can create your own story off that. Because the original Purge is just about, like, this rich family. 
and then like these people break into their house because it's the purge and it's like you could have talked about like what's going on on the streets right and all this shit but instead you're just focusing on like this daughter that's getting stabbed and it's like i don't give a fuck about these people like i want to see right like the chaos the in the street political climate exactly yeah, yeah. which they kind of do in the second and third movie but they really don't and like i don't know like anyways yeah it's the concept right like that's what the whole cool. point of the purge is for people to sit back and be like, "Man, I would rape so many people." <laughs> okay, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. I would steal a new computer for sure. If, if right, or like purge. do whatever, yeah, right? Exactly. Like whatever their whatever their sick, twisted crime fantasy is. Right. One more movie. Should I cut that out? Do we not talk about rape? Yeah, you might want to censor that, buddy. <laughs> I just said I was gonna <laughs> steal a computer. I mean, it's just it's up to you, man. I didn't say it, so I don't care. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I hope people understand where I'm coming from. Ask ask me questions if you need me to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, one more movie. Have you ever heard of The Quiet Place with John Krasinski and uh, Emily Blunt? No. A Quiet Place. So movie's actually pretty good, but it's still not worth watching in my opinion because I'm just going to tell you the movie concept right now. So the the Earth has been wiped out by you know whatever i think it's aliens and the aliens the thing about them is they can't see anything but they can detect hearing and they're really good at hearing so if you make any kind of sound at all they'll come in like they'll eat you so um it's like this family of five you know and like desolate human nature are just spending their time on this farm and they're they're always quiet like they can't make any noise if they make even a creak in the attic It'll, like, cause the monsters to come and, like, come to them in their house. And it's just really cool. Like, there's a bunch of scenes where they're being really careful around the monsters. Like, I think there's one where they're even, like, touching the monster. And, uh, you know, like, they're not... Whatever. Like, you get it, right? Anyways. Yeah. Concept, cool. Uh, movie, it's alright. It's it's actually pretty good compared to most horror movies. But still, I just, I just told you what 90 minutes of the movie is about. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's that movie, Bird Box, Bird House? Bird Box? Yeah. It was really famous on Netflix for like a week. Quiet Place did it first. That's all I'm saying. They they made the... Is that, is that the same idea, but you can't like see? Yeah, it's the exact same idea. Wow. So, yeah. That's lame. Quiet Place did it first. I'm just, just saying. Um... But I, I want to talk about more stuff, but I think I'll save it for next week because it'll fit better into the to the topic all right well write it down in case you forget yeah i'll probably forget <laughs> i probably won't even bring it up um yeah anything else man i'm feeling pretty done yeah do you want to shout out anything you twitch channel <sighs> or play among us play dota no. with us uh... join me for some smite i was on a youtube video with uh fine okay i'm gonna shout that guy out because nobody probably knows who this is um i was in one of his youtube videos in smite he's like a professional professional not expert professional smite player because he makes money <laughs> off of it right so it was okay. pretty cool i got to be in a game with do you him. think he'd be offended if you heard if he heard you say that he wasn't an expert oh he's definitely an expert like he's he's probably like top five in the game for sure like nobody would argue that he's so good and he's like it's refreshing dude because he's actually like positive you know like he's not like some negative nancy that's just yelling at everyone to be funny and get attention right like he's actually genuinely just like a good person and he's just playing the game non-toxic yeah so shout out to fine okay if you want to watch the video that i'm in uh 
Actually, you know what? I'm not going to shout that out. <laughs> Never mind. We'll put it in the Discord. Okay, yeah, sure. It is in the Discord, so... It's um, it's a video where he rushes purple boots on hell, which I don't know if anybody's going to get that, but that's, like, pretty ballsy to do, so... Smite players. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's my shout-out. Shout-out to Jesus for keeping me alive. Is he a professional or an expert? Well, he doesn't make money off of it, does he? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Jesus. Stupid cunt. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> He's gonna come down and smite Oh, you. shit. <laughs> oh, no. While you're playing Smite. You think God's a professional? Professional what? <laughs> I don't know. Professional God. Professional God. <laughs> you think he has his own currency that he just gives himself to become a professional? God's, God's a professional, but, uh, but like... Uh, I don't know, some other religion, like Allah isn't a professional or something. I mean, it's just the same person. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's cut it there. See you guys later. Vishnu. Vishnu. <laughs> Shiva. Are they professionals? Did we cut this out? Right? No. It's Brahm, dude. No, it's, um, uh, yeah, it is Lord Shiva. Pretty sure it's a woman. Shiva. Kali! There you go. Pray to Kali. That's a professional. Kali's flower? No. Yes. Kali, the goddess of uh, destruction. Okay, we're done. Fuck this. The Fuglers are hosted by myself, Wen, and my good friend, Ming. All research and editing is done independently between the two of us. All of the music in this episode is done by Chad Crouch. You can email us at foglerspodcast at gmail.com. You also may be able to find it in the description of this episode. Our quote of the week is from Kevin De Bruyne. In the end, for me, football is still a game. Even if you're a professional, you need to have fun when you're out on the field. If you don't enjoy your job, you don't have fun. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.